Section 38 of Journal of the Reverend Francis Asbury, Volume 3. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Brian Keenan. Pennsylvania, Sabbath 4. Preached at the Methodistical Presbyterian Church at Kingston. It was a time of freedom, and words were given me to speak which were felt by preachers and people. I also preached at Wilkesbury and had a liberal season. We were invited to Judge Fells and were treated kindly. Monday we rode thirty-five miles to Mervyn's. My foot is highly inflamed. Tuesday we were compelled to stop at Ritter's, within two miles of Allentown. I was very ill, with a high fever. Wednesday came to Eckhart's Tavern, thirty-five miles. Thursday. I wished to rest today, because of the inflamed and painful foot, but it might not be. We made twenty-seven miles to Samuel Davis's, and I came in with a high fever. Friday, hard labor. We had rain. We reached Martin Boehm's twenty miles. My flesh is ready to think it something for a man of sixty-six, with a highly inflamed and painful foot, to ride nearly four hundred miles on a stumbling, starting horse, slipping or blundering over desperate roads from Paris to this place in twelve days. Sabbath 11. I preached in Bohm's Chapel. There is a camp meeting thirty miles distant from hence, but I cannot be there. I have the will, but I want time and strength. Tuesday. Yesterday and today I have written fifteen letters. I am unspeakably happy in God. Wednesday. They will have me away to the camp meeting. John Bohm will take me and bring me back in the carriage. Thursday I preached to about two thousand souls. Friday the heat was excessive, and oh, the rocky road, the flies, and my dysentery. I had a high fever, and passed an awful night. I have an appointment to fill this day, Saturday. At three o'clock I preached at Strasbourg, and returned again to Father Bohm's. I take a few glasses of the old man's Rhenish wine to check my bowel complaint. Sabbath 18. I lectured at Lancaster on the parable of the sower. I dealt very plainly with my audience, who were deeply attentive. My appointment had been noticed in the public papers of yesterday. Returned in the evening to Father Bohm's. Monday I preached at Columbia. I was faint, and the heat excessive. Wednesday I preached at Little York. It was an open time. Thursday we dined in Berlin and came on to the twenty-five-mile house. Friday reached Chambersburg. Wrote six letters. Saturday, very weak indeed. Sabbath 25. I preached at our old church and met the society. I also preached in the Presbyterian church at four o'clock. It has been a day of God to my soul. We are strict on the Lord's day in this town. We stop wagons which may attempt to travel through. Tuesday we kept our faces westward, passing through Campbellstown and Connellsburg to Bedford. Jacob Bonnet was exceedingly kind, but strangely shy of our company. Tuesday, thirty-one miles to Grafts. Wednesday and Thursday at John Bonnet's. There is a great difference in the brothers, in some particulars, but they have kindred spirits. Friday to Millars a German descendant, as are most of the families where we stop between Lancaster and Pittsburgh. 
Sabbath, I preach twice. We lodge with John Renschel. Monday, September 2. Excessive heat. I rest today. Wrote to Dr. Koch, to brothers Hitt, George, Wells, Gruber, Jackson. Tuesday came away thirty miles to the crossroads. Wednesday at Steubenville. I must needs preach in Basil Wells's fine house. Many were present to hear. This place had been well nigh given up. But behold, now an elegant brick chapel, fifty by thirty-five feet, on a grand eminence. I heard of a camp meeting ten miles above Jonesville. Thursday we passed through Cadiz to Father Barrett's, thirty-two miles. Friday a rapid march brought us to Seward's, in Cambridge, on Wills Creek. Saturday came along, through Jonesville, to camp meeting, where I found Bishop M. Kendry. I wet my feet, as I too frequently do in crossing the deep waters. Nevertheless, my body is not prostrated, and my mind enjoys great peace. Ohio, Sabbath 8. I preached, and others preached, and there were many exhortations given, and not a few deep and sound conversions. Monday came away and reached David Swayces, thirty-three miles from the camp. It became my duty to visit Mr. Williamson. He is alarmed by the great discharge of blood, and wishes to live that he may lament his sins and reconcile himself to God. Tuesday I preached at Edward Seals. Wednesday we have rain, in mercy if not in answer to prayer. We wrote to Judge Van Meters, the first house that received me on this side of New Lancaster. My mind is greatly given to God. Thursday crossed the Pickaway Plains to White Browns. Friday came on to Woods. Here I rest indeed. How sweet! Saturday we came to Pelham's. Betsy Pelham still lives. Sunday 15. I preached at the camp meeting, and labored hard. I availed myself of my situation, to lay a twelve days plan. Monday. There is good done here. I do not like the disposition of some of the ground, and think also that better regulations might be made, and more order kept. Tuesday we have an eclipse. I preached at Union Schoolhouse. Wednesday to Robert Bogesses, near Yellow Springs. I preached here to a small assembly, who appeared to be somewhat heavy with sleep. Thursday I preached at Carter's, in Springfield. A general muster of militia made our meeting smaller than it would otherwise have been, but it was a time of strength to the speaker. Friday I preached at Urbana. The house was open, the weather bad, yet I was helped. I saw Colonel Barrett's third son in fellowship. His pious father went in joy and peace, doubtless to glory. He had been thirty years a member of society. Saturday 21. Bent our way down Mad River. Here is great land. We held a meeting at Lamb's in New Boston. On my way I called at Ross's, at whose house I had preached on the south branch of Potomac thirty years ago. Not having eaten since morning, we relished our supper at William Armour's, mouth of Mad River. Sunday 22. I preached in the courthouse at Dayton. 
we may have had one thousand people to hear us. Dinnerless, we came in the evening to Nathan Horner's, and supped and lodged. My skin and flesh complains, but my mind is undisturbed. Monday I preached in a storehouse in Franklin. I was not at home. I came away with George Hansberger. Hail solitude and peace and plenty. Behold, I had to dig up John Death and his wife. He had, indeed, been spiritually so. I found them out without much difficulty. They were old acquaintances on the Monongalia in early times. Tuesday at Lebanon, I preached and called the society together. We devised the building of a chapel of brick, forty by sixty feet, and one story high. We lodged with M. Greaves. We were hungry and weary, and he was sick. Bad enough. Frederick Steers reports that there was a great work of God at Blount Camp Meeting, in the Holston District. At Lee, at Taswell, at Washington, at Tennessee, at Green, at Hawkins, at Winton, at Powell's Valley, at Tennessee Valley. At all these, there were many souls converted. One hundred and thirty-two joined in communion with the Methodists, besides ten half-breeds. Wednesday after the rain, we made a rapid ride to Emgrews. Thursday I preached at Milford Chapel. Friday preached at Oliver Longdon's. Saturday came to Cincinnati. Sunday 29. I preached and ordained M. Giogam, Michael Rouse, J. Voice, D. Anderson, J. Evans, J. B. Finley, Thomas Nelson, S. West, Abraham Cummins, Samuel Hellams, John H. Thompson, John Manley, Francis Travis, John Brown, Abraham Hunt, John Clark, R. Rowe, B. Van Pelt, I. Smith, and Joshua Holland. We have been five days sitting in conference. There has been weighty and critical business before us, but we wrought with industry and good order. Sunday, October 6. I preached. Bishop M. Kendry preached, as did others, and our labor has not been in vain. We occupied the market-house as well as the chapel. Friday, after a session of ten days, our Western Conference rose. I had little trouble about the stations. I heard of no complaints. There were one hundred and two preachers, one hundred of whom are stationed. We lack twenty-two. Saturday, resting and in prayer. Sunday 13. I preached once more in the chapel. It was a farewell warning to the preachers. I met the society, baptized some children, and visited the sick. Monday we took to horse and came away to Falmouth, forty-two miles. Our pack-horse is lame. Wednesday we came on to Martin Hitz. Thursday arrived in the night at Colonel Johnson's, a forty miles ride today. Friday a ten miles ride in the night, added to our day's ride, made fifty miles to Pittman's. Saturday we came in, in an awful storm, to Johnson's. Kentucky, Sunday 20. We found the Cumberland rising. We rode twenty-five miles to White's and rested. Monday to Cheeks. Tuesday to Conway's. 
It is hard labor, but God is with us. Wednesday to Louisville. Thursday we started at seven o'clock, and came in at seven o'clock in the evening, and have made no great headway. We put up at L. Bostwick's. The work of the Lord hath been manifested here. My afflictions of body are very great. The Lord is pleased to humble me. Perfect through sufferings. The Lord's will be done. Thursday I preached at Louisville, in great affliction of body. But it was a liberal season. Glory be to God for that. Friday a heavy ride to Waynesboro. Stopped at Colonel Milton's. It is as warm as July. Saturday, after preaching in the old church, I retired to the house of the late Henry Moore, deceased. Wrote a very serious letter to Samuel Dunwoody, on his taking the charge of the Mississippi district. What a field is opened, and opening daily, in this new world. Georgia, Sunday 27. After twenty years, I preached again in the old church. We had a love feast, and I baptized three persons. The weather was extremely warm. My mind is in perfect peace. Monday 28. We came to Mr. Lovell's on Briar Creek, Schoen County. Tuesday 29. I preached in Blackburn's Chapel. Cold compared with yesterday. Came home with Thomas Thorne. Wednesday 30. Came 20 miles to Sister King's. My health has somewhat returned. I feel not but holy desires. Thursday 31. I preached at the new chapel. Lodged at Kennedy's. Friday I preached in the Lutheran church. Benjamin Wise, Reverend, and some others were present. Brother Boehm gave them a discourse in German. Saturday, Savannah. Sunday, November 3. I preached in the Lutheran Church. We are about building on a city lot. I hope the time will come to favor us. Monday 4. I rest today. I went to view the lot. I had two interviews with the Reverend Colic. I hope when I come again to find a chapel and preacher's house of our own. Tuesday 5. Came away and made a day's journey of forty-two miles. Wednesday reached David Lovett's. Thursday started in the rain. The roads are bad. Friday came to the widow Jarvis's. Saturday reached Augusta. Sunday 10. I preached in the forenoon and afternoon, and we had a serious night lecture. Monday 11. We wrote to Johnson's House of Entertainment. Tuesday to Spans. Wednesday to the Widow Hannon's. Thursday to Colonel Hutchinson's. Monday 18, the day of my arrival, my knee was stricken with acute rheumatic pain. I applied a strongly drawing blister and remained still and quiet. Yesterday I tried a poultice, and I now begin to walk with some ease. Tuesday 19. I am something easier today. I employ my dumb Sabbath and my leisure time as well as I can, and as pain will allow. I have dispatched eleven official letters. 
Hilliard Judge is chosen chaplain to the legislature of South Carolina, and O. Great Snethen is chaplain to Congress. So, we begin to partake of the honor that cometh from man. Now is our time of danger. O Lord, keep us pure, keep us correct, keep us holy. Monday 25. We had a serious shock of an earthquake this morning. A sad presage of future sorrows, perhaps. Lord, make us ready. Thursday 28. We took to horse and rode forty miles. It is bitter cold, and we have felt it the more sensibly after being so long housed. Friday at Camden to preside in conference. Wednesday, December 4. I preached before the conference. Friday 6. Our conference rose this day. Scarcely have I seen such harmony and love. There are eighty-five preachers stationed. The increase within its bounds is three thousand three hundred and eighty. We had a great deal of faithful preaching, and there were many ordinations. I received letters from the extremities and the center of our vast continent, all pleasing, all encouraging. Saturday rode to Brother Young's on Black River. Sunday 29. I preached at Rembert's Chapel and gave an exhortation to the Africans. The society was stayed after meeting, and I exhorted the members. Our labors this day shall not be wholly lost. Monday 30. We came away early for Charleston, and made thirty-five miles to Mr. Pendergrass, where we were well entertained. South Carolina, Tuesday, 31. Murray's Ferry detained us an hour. Down poured the rain. We were glad to stop at Mrs. Kennedy's, and it was no small comfort to be entertained so well. Wednesday, January 1, 1812. A steady ride of thirty-eight miles brought us into Charleston. The highways were little occupied by travelers of any kind, which was the more providential for me, for my lameness and my light fly-cart would have made a shock of the slightest kind disagreeable. I was anxious also to pass this first day of the new year in undisturbed prayer. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, in reading, meditation, writing, and prayer. I do not reject visitors. Sunday 5. I preached at Cumberland Chapel and met the societies of both colors. I visited the fatherless and some widows. My mind enjoys peace. In the evening I preached in Bethel Chapel. We made our exodus from Charleston at eight in the morning. No passage at Clemens Ferry. We found a lodging with Mr. Brindley. Our host has buried one Methodist wife, and is now happy with another. I am consoled to know that our dear departed sister, ever kind to me, died in the Lord. Tuesday evening lodged at the widow Boone's. This family have received Methodist preachers for the last six and twenty years. Wednesday 8. We reached Georgetown. I preached in our enlarged chapel on 1 Corinthians 7, 29. Thursday 9. We came away to James Green's, where I preached, and then rode over to Francis Green's. Here William Capers preached on Blessed Art Thou, Simon Barjona, etc. 
we took the road on Friday in a driving snow. But missing our path, we got back to James Green's, and there, upon entreaty, consented to stay. We were told on Saturday morning that we could not travel. We tried it nevertheless, and made thirty-five miles in nine hours. The cold was piercing. Sabbath 12. No rest for us. We toiled over P.D. Swamp towards Mary Ports. She had gone to rest. The snow was about a foot deep, and I could not see where they had laid her. We came in to Mr. Newsom's five hours after my time, so I delivered a message to the family. Thirty-one miles today. On Monday at General Benjamin Lee's, I spoke to a few people. North Carolina, Tuesday. We dined at Lumberton and went forward to Mark Russell's, where I spoke to a few people. Wednesday came to Fayetteville. We have had a rude ride of great bodily suffering from Georgetown, but my mind has enjoyed perfect peace and constant prayer. Thursday 16. We made this a sacramental day. What will not perseverance and management do? Here we have built a neat little chapel, costing but twelve hundred dollars, one thousand and fifty of which is paid. Friday we had a cold ride to Amos Richardson's. Saturday, thirty miles riding brought us to King's. Sabbath 19. We crossed the river in a storm. At the second ferry it was worse, and we hardly escaped the deep, as it would seem. We arrived nevertheless, time enough at Mount Zion Chapel to bear our testimony from Ephesians 5, 14-16. It was open vision. I had, after meeting, a word with the whites and Africans of the society. Plain talk. Boehm preached in the evening. We were cribbed in our quarters at night. A narrow bed for two. This is no novelty to us. I gave our sister Richards a grant of a lot thirty feet square in the churchyard. Baptized Captain Cameron's son, Alexander. A ride of twenty miles in excessive cold brought us to George Shepherd's hospitable house on Tuesday. Wednesday, awfully cold. We made twenty miles to S. Ballard's. Thursday, another ride of twenty miles brought us to A. Perry's. Our host was sick, and I prescribed for him. Friday, a day of abstinence. Wrote letters. Saturday we came to Newburn in the rain. Sabbath 26. I preached morning and evening, and met the whites and Africans of the society. Monday. A powerful rain accompanied us to Guildford, 26 miles. Here I baptized a Mr. Murphy and his three children. I feel the effects of our damp ride. We called a meeting at Greenville on Tuesday, at our sister Brooks. As there were few men present, I adapted text and sermon to the women. We have no chapel here, although we have had a society thirty years. At Mr. Freeman's we dined, talked, and prayed. It began to rain at one o'clock, and we started away to Edward Hall's. We dare not loiter or wait for fair weather. Thursday we halted, concluding to give up Edenton for Tarboro. There are great freshets in the rivers, as we hear. Ah, the fairies! We shall have them, sink or swim. Friday, 
reading, writing, and taking medicine. Saturday, February 1. I pass the day in prayer, peace, love, and joy. Sabbath 2. At Tarboro I preached to a serious, attentive congregation. I preached in the afternoon also at Brother Hall's. Monday I breakfasted with Mr. Austin, an English Baptist, his wife with us. My business with him was to charge him most solemnly to hold a perpetual prayer meeting every Wednesday evening in his house. The lowlands about Tarboro Bridge are underwater. We came thirty miles to Colonel John Whittaker's. Here I had occasion to give a solemn and personal testimony, and it was publicly given. On Tuesday we had a meeting of a few neighbors in Pinner's family. We have made seven hundred miles since we left Camden, through frost, floods, cold, and hunger. Poor men and poor horses. Well, this life is not eternal. Wednesday came to Murfreesboro, dined with the respectable widow Meredith and her children, prayed and continued forward to Jesse Brattles. A hailstorm overtook us on the way. This house is in affliction. Thursday reached Isaac Lunsford's, forty miles, visiting an afflicted family on our route. Richard Yerbury has gone from poor Suffolk to the rich inheritance of glory. He was almost a prodigy of affliction and of grace. On Friday we held a meeting at Portsmouth and preached to a full house. Sabbath 9. I preached in Norfolk and met the Society. Monday 10. Came to Isaac Lunsford's, and thence to Suffolk. What a sickly country is this! I have heard of three deaths in as many days. We had a small meeting at General Wells's widow's. The head of the house and his daughter have departed in peace since my last visit. I visited, as is my custom, the graves of the deceased. On Wednesday the cold was excessive, and we were right glad to house with Andrew Woodley, who treated us with great kindness. I preached at night at William Blunt's. Friday 14. The weather was clear but chilly. We made twenty-eight miles only, to our friend Birdsong's. I see a providence always over me, and I am always stayed upon God. Saturday 15. We came to Bryant's twenty-five miles, and could go no farther. They put me to bed very unwell. Our host is a disobedient son reclaimed, of Methodist parents. Here are two meeting-houses, and the gospel is brought back to the vicinity of King George Courthouse, after thirty years' absence. No time was to be lost. I took Tartar, and had a serious spell while it lasted. End of section 38. Recording by Brian Keenan.